0: Welcome back to the T Three Family Podcast, where we are equipping families to thrive.
1: Hey, happy early Thanksgiving! Yeah, you this too. Is, yeah, this is uh, this is going to be a good week for everybody, right? You yeah. bet. Looking you know, forward to it. I, uh, my wife's been telling my kids that Thanksgiving is Daddy's favorite holiday. And I think I said that some point in time, and I'm really starting to believe it. I love Thanksgiving. Yeah, just, tell me
0: tell me why you like it. It's
1: just, you know, there's, the expectations are low. You just, it's delicious food. Football is on. There's a parade on. It's just, it's low key. It's just really just enjoying people and good food. So, how rude of me. I was so excited about Thanksgiving, I forgot to introduce the room here today. <laughs> so, we have Becky, as always, and this week we have a special guest, Pastor Phil DeBoof.
0: Pastor Phil, good to be here with you. What it, we like to call him the singing pastor around here. Because I'm not he sure can how that sing. happened,
1: but oh well. We can probably blame Carl. <laughs> we so. will, yes. Um, what well, we're grateful you're here. Grateful. I mean, come on. Still gratitude all month. Um, but if you worship with us yesterday, uh, we want to call to attention you would have received a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a gratitude journal. So if you weren't in service, you can still come and get one of those at the welcome desk or want the Sabbath joy boards, or you can always stop by and see Becky. She'd love to see you. Yeah. But inside, you'll find stories of, uh, from our church body, stories of God's faithfulness, his goodness, um, just his good gifts this past year. And so as you all know, this month, we've been, well, for now, for the whole year, we're working on developing the Sabbath muscle. We're yeah. learning how to become people who practice Sabbath. So I'm going to run you through the four words one time because today's topic has to do with Sabbath. So the four words are, I can hear you at home, cease, rest, embrace, feast. So we're ceasing, we're stopping what we're doing. We're resting, we're unplugging from things that make us anxious or worried. For me, it's probably the news or you know just putting our phones away our iPads away. We're embracing the people who are with us. Um, if you invite someone over, if you go see them, whatever, whatever that means. And then we're, we're just feasting. We're feasting on the words of God. We're feasting on delicious food, our favorite drinks. Just we're taking time to stop and slow down and just really enjoy the night as we move into Sabbath. Cause we believe, um, that will make the day different. Yeah.
0: At the beginning of November, We also gave everyone a count your blessings journal and what a feast that is. If you've been, if you're behind, you can go back and fill in days. Don't feel like there's no rules to this, but what a sweet thing to go back and look on in a day that maybe doesn't feel if you're having a bad day. Again, if you go back and look at things that happened throughout this month that you've been grateful for or moments you were grateful for or things you were thankful for, um, that can quickly change your heart posture in a time that's hard. Yeah, yeah. So.
1: Definitely. What's well, fun with what Sabbath, you know, remember the Sabbath, remember. So you're remembering all the things that God has done throughout the week as you move into it. Like, oh man, God is good. And God loves me and he cares about me today. Mm-hmm. And so we're taking that one step further now. This Sunday, when you got the journal, you were told we wanted you this week as you moved into Sabbath meal to read stories from the journal. Yeah, We hope that those stories inspire you to share your own with those you're gathered with. And so that's what we're going to do today. Yeah, We're going to share some stories. And so Becky and Phil, we're going to go back and forth and we're going to share some of our own stories, some of your stories. But we hope this is a gentle reminder that this week as you move into Sabbath and as you stop and share this meal, um, that you share stories of gratitude. So I think Becky, I think yeah. you're going to kick us off with the one? Yeah, way? I
0: would love to kick kick us off. Um, so just some fun facts. The Gratitude Journal is, the first year it came out was 2016. So as a church, we've been collecting stories of gratitude for, what's that now? Five years? Yeah. yeah. That's exciting. That yes, feels like is. a celebration, so cool. like yay God for five years mm, yeah. of gratitude stories. And, um, I just want to encourage you as you are looking into your own stories. They don't have to be. You'll read your journal, and there will be big, huge, mm-hmm. amazing stories. Mm-hmm. You'll read it, and there will be little sweet moments, yes. and and all of that is holy gratitude moments. There's no, there's no levels. There's no right. winner. Right. They're mm-hmm. all sweet. But so I actually picked a story out of the very first volume one oh, from cool. 2016. I am a huge fan of Hallmark Christmas movies. Which, when does the movies
1: start this month or this year?
0: Oh, the the movies started back in October, <laughs> like mid-October they came out with new ones. So, but now, so I'm a big fan of Christmas. So, mm. I have been listening to Christmas music since mid-October. Um I am a, I've had my tree up for several weeks and Seriously? so Ooh. Yes, I know. I know. It's, you know, it's not for everyone. Season, it's yeah. not for everyone, but I feel like after this week, after Thanksgiving, you embrace those Hallmark Christmas movies and the tree, you get your own tree up um and I will bless you to do that. But <laughs> I found a story in one of in the first gratitude journal and it kind of reminds me of a Hallmark Christmas story. It's like third church's own Hallmark Christmas story. So um there are some names and I'm just going to read it as it reads. So it may give away who it is, but I'm just going to read as it was written. So it's called A Story of Love. In a culture of hookups, breakups, and divorce, it can be hard to see love in the way God designed it to be. My story can only point to the creator of love. For several years, I had been attending the 11 o'clock service in the auditorium, but a few months before May 24th, 2015, I started going to the 930 series in the sanctuary. On this particular Sunday, I felt God telling me I needed to go back to the auditorium and attend the 930 service. So totally different service than what she had been doing before. So I did. I did not know why God was prompting me to go, but I was obedient. Like most churchgoers, I had a spot I always sat in when I attended the auditorium. So of course, I just sat in that exact same spot. Shortly after I sat down, Cody, who I did not know at the time, came and sat down behind me. The service had started and ended, and I was about to leave. As I was leaving, I saw a lady who I had connected with from the women's ministry and felt like I was supposed to say hi to her, so I turned around and went to say hi. She was sitting there talking to Cody, so I started talking to Alicia, and she introduced me to Cody, who happened to be her son, all of which I did not know until that moment. About 10 minutes into talking to each other, Pastor Keith came over and put one hand on my shoulder and one hand on Cody's and said to us, this just feels right. <laughs> that, that would happen in a Hallmark movie, right? So good. Not knowing at the time and only feeling my cheeks turn bright red, he was right. It was right. From day one, God had designed our love story to point to him. I was just trying to be obedient and go to the auditorium like God told me to do. Later, I found out that the day we met was only Cody's second or third time going to the auditorium. Hmm. He also told me that his mom, Alicia, never usually sat with him, but for some reason, she did that day, and it was all a part of God's plan. A month before we met, God told Cody he would meet his wife soon, and from the moment we met, he knew I was the one God told him about. Within two weeks of meeting, God told me as well that we were supposed to get married. So six short weeks after meeting, we got engaged and we were married within six months of meeting each other. Only God can be given the credit for our love story. And when you are obedient to the Lord and follow his calling, he can do so much more than you could ever imagine. Your obedience may just change your life forever. Thanks be to God. Isn't that sweet? Yeah, yeah, I, I know this sweet couple and they are... I mean, now they have three sweet girls, yeah. and so yes. yay. Yeah. We have our own Hallmark Christmas movie at 3rd. and we'll start I start filming soon. <laughs> filming soon. It'll come out next September when I'll be ready for Hallmark Christmas movies
1: again. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. First one, too. Love that.
0: that first journal. A story. Yeah, that's awesome. that was from our first journal. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah, I just love reading these stories. They're so
2: good. Well, you know, God wants us to remember those stories Mm -hmm. all the way back from uh, when his people entered into the promised land. He wanted them to set up those monuments so that they could go back and see this is what God did Mm -hmm. on this day in 2016 or 2015. It helps our families to be able to go back and remember those times. And the story that I wanted to share is one that just happened in 2020, which was a year to forget, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) And in the midst of a year to forget, this family found... A community that they needed, so Mm -hmm. I'd like to read this story. When we moved to Pella during 2020, we felt unsure what our new life would look like. While we had been praying beforehand for God to provide community, we could only hope that we would find a few friends here and there. Instead, God desired to show up above and beyond our prayers. We've enjoyed the times just sitting with a group of believers, either laughing or crying or enjoying a meal. We are expecting our first child, and we are so grateful that so many have offered to help in countless ways, and already given support in ways like giving food when I had morning sickness, planning a baby shower, watching our dog, or painting the nursery. God has so graciously surrounded us in love that we are excited for this life change, knowing others will be there when we need it the most. Isn't that neat?
0: That's good. Come on. Come <laughs> on. Community. Yes. I love that.
1: I really hope stories like this get shared this week around the table. Maybe yeah. we should invite some friends over for Sabbath this time. Yeah, great do some, idea. A, a little more community, hearing stories outside of our own family stories or just, yeah, everybody. Just, let am say that. Invite a bunch of people over yep. this week, all right? Let's do that. Have big meals.
0: Big meals. Or you could have, do stuff with your family for Thanksgiving, but then leftover, like have yeah. leftover potlucks with your friends. How fun yeah. would it be to see like, Oh, what did you guys say? Oh, right. I like your stuffing recipe right. or whatever. Right. Like right. make it a fun thing That's right. and then share stories. Yeah. And what I loved about this past story was, you know, maybe, maybe you make your own assumptions when you're reading stories out mm-hmm. of your own life experiences, but I'm guessing these people that are in community with them are just as blessed to have this new family. Definitely. So, so yes. reach out to someone you don't know that well and mm yeah, just invite them in. It Mm -hmm. could turn into next year helping them invite or welcome their first child into the world. And oh my goodness, that was a good story. Or
2: maybe like your story, you might meet a spouse that way. Who knows? You You just don't know. God is always at work. Mm -hmm.
0: He is always at work. And even when it's, that's exactly what you're saying. So to look back, like, you know, this couple could have just gone on with their lives and not thought anything of it. But when you look like None of that was coincidence. Mm-hmm. None of this new young couple moving to Pella was a coincidence. God has, he has a plan and oh, he, yes. he wants to give us, he wants to give us good gifts, mm-hmm. but will we recognize them? That's mm-hmm. the challenge. Mm-hmm. No. So I had my own story and this is one of those where it feels silly. Like I didn't necessarily want to submit it because it feels like, is that a God thing? But I think it is. So you, you guys tell me what you think. Um, let's see, this was probably early September because you two are my coworkers. You maybe even saw me sitting at my desk crying because my back was hurting so bad. Yes, like I, I don't, I don't get it very often that my lower back hurts like that, but if I'm going to have pain in my back, it's my lower back. And, um, it was, yeah. Yeah looking back, it was a fairly stressful time in our family's life. We were having some changes. My husband was having some changes in his job situation. And so, um, stressful. And so I think stress was part of it. And then I was like, our mattress is so old. Like I would, (laughs) I would sleep okay, but then I would wake up and then yes, that week my back was just really bothering me. So I'd gone to the chiropractor and I said, what can I do? Like it, it just hurt. She, she adjusted me. It felt a little better, but she's like, what are you sleeping on? And I'm like, I know, I think it's my mattress. <laughs> and I said, it was a it was a hand me down, like an old mattress. And she, I said, what do you recommend? So she recommended a brand and she's like, but you can only find them in stores, like in Eastern Iowa, Davenport area. And I was like, I said, okay, so I called my husband at lunch and I was like, the chiropractor recommended this brand. And I don't know, are you going to Davenport anytime soon? He's like, I'm working in Davenport today. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, could you go look and see if they have, so it has to be this brand. You just, just a tip for anyone out there. If you have lower back pain, you need a firm mattress. And so it had to be the firm one and, um, and I knew my husband wasn't gonna be excited about spending money as as he was having, like I just mentioned, he was having job a job change, change. Yeah. A mattress isn't something you necessarily want to spend money on. <laughs> when I looked them up online, they were like, I don't know, maybe like a thousand-ish dollars. And I'm like, I don't really wanna that's not something we want to spend money on. I think adulting is just like spending money on things you don't want
2: to spend money <laughs> mm-hmm. on.
0: That's that's it been costs my how answer. much? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like I could do a lot more fun things right. with a thousand dollars. Um, but Pastor Kevin, Pastor Keith, all the people here that saw me in back pain were like, you need to invest in a good mattress. So anyways, I he goes there. This mattress that she recommends, not only do they have it in stock, but it was on clearance. So oh, it was about on. half the <laughs> price that we thought it would be. He could fit it in his truck. So that night he brings it home. And I am not joking. I have not had back pain like that since wow. we got that new mattress in. Yeah. So. Super thankful for all the timing in that. Like I said, it feels like a silly Not thing, but I think all. God even even cares about my back pain. And so <laughs> yeah. thank you, God, for new mattresses and for, yeah, it being being on clearance. Yeah. Because we're Dutch. We like that. Absolutely. <laughs> we
1: like clearance that. is a good thing. It yeah. reminds me of the story you shared earlier this month around uh, uh, just being grateful for so many other things. Mm-hmm. And what you think of just the big things, but just the small things, it's yeah. just... The Lord cares about you and your back.
0: does. And well, yeah. And we had read that quote from Pete Gregg, like what mm-hmm. parent, you know, we're all parents. Like mm-hmm. if your kids were only coming to you with the huge major mm-hmm. dramas or the big things in life,
2: mm-hmm.
0: those are important, but it doesn't necessarily build relationship. You right. know, relationships are built in like little mm-hmm. sweet moments. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it was a pretty humbling. It was very humbling for me to realize like, oh, he... And I don't, I don't even know that I specifically was like, "Dear Lord, please bring me this perfect mattress," you know. Like, mm-hmm. but then when I when I saw it all laid out and the timing of everything, I was like, "Thank you, God!" Like, because mm. it's important to have rest. Yes, <laughs> it is. It's important to rest well and wake up feeling well, and yeah. you take that for granted right. when you feel good. You take, yeah. yeah, not feeling good for granted. So it's hard to
1: Sabbath when you don't have a comfy bed. Right? Yes, it's important. Yeah, so. and now it's part of that. Yeah, you know?
0: and now. It's, yeah, it's good.
1: You got to submit that one. It's got to be in there. I, yes, it's that's it's in there. It'll night. be good. in there, good.
0: even though, but I just want to encourage people, your story is not too small. Mm-hmm. So when you're sharing with family and friends this week, and actually those stories really encourage, because sometimes it's hard to relate to um, God arranging me meeting my husband. Like, right. I love that story. It's beautiful right. how mm-hmm. those, but I, I could, most people could probably quicker relate to like, oh, there was a time where I needed, maybe mm-hmm. it was new shoes or right. maybe it was, um, yeah. yeah, whatever, yeah. you know, insert whatever thing you think is too small for God to care about. And it just simply isn't.
2: Mm-hmm. That's so. awesome. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Preach, Becky. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a little story and, and this was kind of a big thing. It was uh, an end of life story of, of someone here in the community. But well, I want to preface it by talking about the prophet Joel, because he had this to say about the last days. He said, in the last days, I'll pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. Well, since I get AARP stuff in the mail, I think I qualify as an old man. So, so this story is, is a story of an old man's dream that God gave on the night of October 1 of this year. A middle-aged man in our community had unexpectedly slipped into eternity the day before, and the family had asked me to officiate his memorial service. My knowledge of his spiritual journey was vague, and I, I went to bed that night asking God for guidance and preparation for the service. I knew that his past had been filled with deep wounds and addictions, but I also knew that he would begun to reach out to the Lord for forgiveness and for new beginnings, Just before dawn that that night, I found myself in a dark courtroom. There was a judge in a black robe and a defendant wearing a chef's hat. Now, if you know the story, you know the young man that died was a chef. One by one, witnesses came into the room wearing suits and ties, leveling serious accusations against the man in the chef's hat. They pointed his way with indignation, citing his failings in loud fashion. But as each one made his case, a man stood between the accuser and the accused. He raised a nail-scarred palm as if to halt the tirade of accusation. With authority, he spoke six words. Stand down, be still, he's mine. With each accuser, his words were the same, and one by one, the witnesses disappeared into the darkness. I woke from my dream with a shout of joy because I knew that the prodigal had found his way home eternally. And I just think about the, what, the different ways that God speaks today through the written word, through the word on Sundays from Pastor Kevin and others, but also in dreams and visions and, and stories such as this. And I'm so thankful that God is always wanting to communicate with us in ways beyond our imagination. So that's just a little story of how God communicated with me and had a very needful time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that meant a lot to the family too, I'm mm. sure. Like,
2: It's just always good to have assurance in your heart at times like that, and God provided that in a beautiful way. And there were countless other stories in this same time of, of the ways that God had communicated his assurance to other members in the family and other members in the community for Sean. Yeah. Yep.
0: What a sweet, yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you for writing that out and sharing that, Phil.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking it's so fun, like, our, the, we're, we're sharing stories of gratitude, but I think what you just sort you just shared, the ultimate, and the ultimate hope of our good God is that is that we would know that. Mm-hmm. So all these good gifts that he gives is because he's just in pursuit of us and he's yeah. wanting to speak, he's wanting to interact, but most of the time we just don't take time to remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So That's what we're doing with this Sabbath meal with this gratitude journals. We're taking time to remember mm-hmm. how good he is. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't think I have anything to add. I don't, that's <laughs> that's
0: good. I
2: that's the
1: ending of the story, I think. Yeah. <laughs> the end of the story. Uh, yeah. So, So my favorite song... Of all time, thanks to my grandpa Corver, who's with the Lord now, probably singing it, Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. the doxology. And uh, it's fun. Uh, Probably probably every time I hear that song, my eyes just well with tears, because it is a good song. So I thought it'd be good here to conclude. I'm not going to sing, but (laughs) Phil and Becky Uh, can sing, so they're going (laughs) to sing. But I would say, um, as you listen, would you just take just a moment here quick and just kind of... As I'm talking, just still yourself and become very present in the room you're in. Feel your feet on the ground. Just just be where you are. Take big, deep breaths. Hmm. And would you just receive this song? And we hope that this week that uh, you do praise the God from whom all blessings flow.
0: Praise God from whom all blessings
2: flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him. Son and holy ghost amen
0: Thank you for joining us for this T3 family podcast